Hello, welcome to the Neptune Files. This is Karen. This is Katie. And we are two sisters who are very uh, generous with our neighbors and up in their business. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not either. Are you? <laughs> well, I'm probably generous, but I don't really know them. <laughs> I know my neighbors a little bit. I know the people who live to the left and the right and across the street uh-huh. from you us. You also own your house. Yes. I do know the people who live immediately next to me, although, oddly enough, as we've all been quarantined, I haven't seen them at all. But I would see them coming and going to work previously. Maybe they're dead. I can hear them. So they're not dead. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're alive and well. You have to wonder how long it would take for like your neighbors to call the cops if they didn't see you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Years. i mean i think obviously if i didn't see my neighbors for like a few weeks or even a month i'd be like okay they're on vacation but Uh i don't know i don't know at what point you'd be like what the hell um but probably other people in their lives would figure it out sooner oh yeah it would for sure not be my neighbors unlike veronica's neighbor yeah she noticed very quickly so before we get into it should we talk about what we ate or drank while watching this episode? Yes. Although mine is boring. Even more boring than mm, usual. Mine's mine's kind of boring, too. Mm. It's a bad start. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what did you have? Well, I had coffee. Oh, nice. So finally, it was not water. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that was it. I didn't eat anything. I just drank coffee. I think you had um, green tea one time. Oh, that's right. Okay, so what kind of coffee was it? It was uh, Santa Cruz Roastery or something, dark mm-hmm. roast, mm-hmm. and just a drip coffee with a little bit of non-dairy cream mm-hmm. out of a mug that's shaped like a sheep. What? Ooh, I like that. Uh, what's what's your non-dairy cream? So this one, so usually my go-to, there's one called Better Half that is made by Khalifa Farms. And uh-huh. that is my favorite one. They make an unsweetened one that I really like. But recently it's become a little harder to find. So I don't know what's up with that. Mm-hmm. So the one that I have now is called Nut Pods, which is okay. It's a little on the <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a little on the <laughs> thick side. I don't know what I feel like the mm-hmm. non-dairy creamer people are trying to trying to like fix a consistency issue, but uh it's just kind of weird when they end up really thick Mm. um but it's okay it's not quite as good as the better half but it is better than some other non-dairy creamers that i've had okay i never thought about well i mean i know i've seen that you know non-dairy creamer that's like powder it's like disgusting oh right Um, yeah it's not that you know like like in sheep i don't know places i don't yeah i don't even know who who dares to have those anymore? <laughs> but um, motels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it'll, yeah. yeah, it'll be in like a in like a hotel or a motel. They'll have like the powder shit, and you're like, "Excuse right. me, this is For offensive." Your styrofoam cup coffee. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking With of. A little plastic stir stick. Yep. Um, but I, yeah, I didn't really think about non dairy cream in the modern age since uh, you know there's non dairy milks. So it makes sense there's non-dairy cream. Yeah, most of them that I've been coming across recently are some uh, mix of like a nut milk and coconut milk. Mm. The coconut milk's a little thicker, I think, is why most of them have some of that in it, because the nut milks are not very thick. Um, but yeah, they're pretty good. I like them. 
Yeah. Nice. And do you make it in a regular coffee machine or do you do like a pour over? So I have a Keurig, but I use, it has reusable pods. So I put the grounds in the pod and then you wash the pod and then Mm -hmm. use it again the next day. So it was a Keurig, but without using the the plastic Keurig pods. I like that because you're very plastic conscious. Yeah. Yeah. You're very sustainable. When the Keurig dies, we will not replace it with another Keurig. I also didn't eat anything while watching this episode because I watched it after dinner and I ate like a full dinner of this Trader Joe's beef bulgogi or whatever the hell it is. And over like coconut rice with like some lettuce and some like sauce and it was really good. And then I ate, so we had just come back from, uh, Mike and I had just come back from our, Katie and I's father and stepmother's house mm-hmm. and i brought home with me a cupcake and like all these chocolate chip cookies that she baked for us and so mm-hmm. i think i had a cupcake and like three or four chocolate chip cookies and so i was like nice. it was like way too much and so yeah. i was not about to eat anything after that but i did drink i had some spindrift and i mixed in a little bit of mm. grapefruit juice i was really expecting you were going to say you mixed in a little bit of gin or something (laughs) no (laughs) no i wasn't losing that's right yeah yeah so i just i just drank that also before we talk about this week's episode i this week was super excited to find this list of veronica mars episodes ranked oh that's right on vox.com which i sent to you Mm -hmm. earlier because i couldn't save it i was too excited about it Mm mm-hmm and I love a ranking list. So oh, yeah. somebody at Vox.com, let's see, who who is this somebody? Uh, Constance Grady hmm. has ranked every episode of Veronica Mars, but not including season four. So at, this, at the time this was published, it was seasons one, two, three, and the movie. Mm-hmm. Is the movie in the list? And the movie is included here. Okay. Yeah, the movie is in, in the list. I'm guessing it's um, not high. Uh, could be in the middle. not high, but it's not crazy low okay. either. Yeah. Let me find it. It is number 47 out of 73. Okay. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. So 73 is the, is the worst. And then one is, is the best. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I got really excited when I found this. And this week's episode we're talking about is unfortunately the worst of the episodes so far. Is it? <laughs> the yeah. worst, really? Yeah. So this one is in the slightly less worse category, coming in at number 68. Oh. So, yeah. Wait, um, but there are 70 something total, right? Yes, there's 73 total. Okay, so there are some that are worse than this. Yes, so there are five. I'm okay. sorry, it's I thought not... you were saying this was the worst. I'm sorry, the worst of all the episodes we've talked about so far. Okay, okay. So right. episodes one through six are all higher up than this. I was going to say, I feel like there are worse ones. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's not great. You'll also find that most of the ones on the bottom are season three, which I actually really like season three. Huh. So it'll be interesting when we get there, because I actually think it's a little yeah. underrated. I don't hate it like... Other people, well, I don't know if people hate it, but like, you know. Yeah. I like season three a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. So too. we'll see. 
but uh okay. you know even the bad episodes are you know yeah have some have some good stuff we obviously still like them i will say though this episode was definitely like not my favorite like the storyline was just kind of like eh, didn't i don't know we can we can get into yeah. it i didn't feel like there was like a ton of meat in this one really right i agree so let's get into it yeah we have the main storyline of the of her neighbor who is played by jessica chastain yes i am sure that i didn't know who she was when i first watched veronica mars mm-hmm. um but of course know her well from a couple of movies now mm-hmm. and uh particularly molly's game which i love mm. and recently rewatched, mm. and also from zero dark 30 yes both great movies right i also read the book molly's game it was pretty cool yeah uh yeah so i was excited to see her here mm-hmm. do you know that she's from the sacramento area i you might have told me that at some point and then mm. i forgot so i'm re not knowing that until you just told me <laughs> <laughs> so um, no i didn't a moment ago <laughs> yeah well whatever just another another thing we like about her how old is she she's a she's a little older than us right well i'm glad that you asked that because i was about to go into that and then i felt like it was too gossipy well, I'm curious now. I'm also curious why it's gossipy. <laughs> so the reason that I said that it's gossipy is because Jessica Chastain is kind of um, known to have lied about her age. Okay. So it kind of amazes me, honestly, that in this day and age, anybody, any celebrity would lie about their age. Or could even. Right. Because, I mean, first of all, so much info is just out there on the internet. And secondly... What happens is that they'll say, oh, I'm 27. And then somebody's like, bitch, I went to high school with you and we're 33. So right. that's what um, I uh, I don't I don't know exactly the story. But yeah, again, I'm not really sure what age she was claiming to be. Um, but I remember that she was like 35 for a really long time or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Like, like right when she started to get famous. And then I think some people were like, um, she's lying about her age. But... Oh, how old is she? She's 43. Oh, okay. She does look younger than 43. Yeah, I would agree with that. And then, let's see. So she was born in 77, and this show was aired, let's say, 2004, 2000. Let's say 2004. Uh, Yes, I'm using my calculator to do this. (laughs) So she was 27 when she was in this episode of Veronica Mars. Okay. And yeah, I think she definitely looked younger than that. And I think yeah. she was um, trying to play roles younger. Okay. Yeah. Which is understandable because Hollywood is very ageist. Right. But then, you know, Kristen Bell, she looks crazy young and she doesn't lie that we know of. That we know of. She just plays younger roles and is like, whatever. Right. I'm low key old, but I'm going <laughs> to play high school and it's That's fine. That's true. Mm-hmm. And we all are down with it. Okay, yeah. anyway, so so yeah, let's jump into the main storyline with the neighbor played by Jessica Chastain. Her name is Sarah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she and Veronica are clearly chummy. She's got a dog named Killer. Who's yes. adorable. I know you would appreciate the, I wrote down, Sweetie appearance. Yes. For Killer. I love him. Mm-hmm. Such a killer. Little killer. Yeah. And then she's got a boyfriend who, did you catch his name? Uh, was it Andre? That sounds right. Yeah. Andre. Okay. Anyway, so they are chummy, and then she asks Veronica to take her to a doctor's appointment where she's getting some tests done. Mm -hmm. Because she's pregnant. 
Yes, yes. She's pregnant. Mm-hmm. She's visibly pregnant. And yeah. Veronica takes her before school. Yeah. Who has that kind of time in the morning? <laughs> but, you know, they never actually get to her appointment because the night before, there's some fighting. Mm-hmm. Is it fighting or is it a scream? There's like a scream and a thud. Uh, yeah, I think she hears the voices and the dog barking and then a sound that she later describes to Keith as a body falling. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds very specific. Oh, we should also say the cold open of this show, of this episode, was uh, what looked to be a body being carried out on a stretcher to an ambulance, which turned out to not be a dead body, which I think is one of the main beefs that the person who wrote the rankings of these episodes had with this episode, was that it looked like somebody died and nobody actually died. Oh, okay. But the, so when they're carrying them out on the stretcher, they have a fluid bag hanging on the which also you wouldn't hang a fluid bag on a stretcher, I don't think. But I'm not an EMT, so maybe I'm wrong. Um, so anyway, so I thought, well, obviously that person's not dead because they wouldn't hang fluids for someone who's dead. Uh, there you go. So this person just didn't watch close enough. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, so then the next morning when she goes to take her to her appointment, she's not there. Killer's just barking inside. Mm-hmm. So uh, Veronica's concerned. Yeah. And then she confronts the boyfriend, I think, at mm-hmm. some point. She also think, breaks into the... Sorry, go ahead. I think she also alludes to having heard them fight before. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so she... I think she has a confrontation with him, or just a conversation, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, she, you know, she just, like, takes off sometimes. Like, yeah. she left for a few days, she'll be back. Right. But he's mad, of course, because she broke into his apartment. Oh, so I remember now. The first confrontation was when she went to his artist, his art studio. And right. then a lady walks out and disrobes and is modeling for him naked, uh-huh. which was right. kind of funny because it was like, ooh, I guess I think the subtext here is that it's providing a motive for him. Like if he's got another woman. Though it's definitely yeah. not clear from the scene that they're in a relationship since she's just modeling for him, but could be. Right. She seems to come out and sit down and then he starts drawing, which is a completely th- normal thing to do in the art world, I believe. And you can also see the picture he's drawing has been of a woman's back. Yeah. So he's been working on this on this drawing. Right. By the way, his art is all over the place. He's got a pencil drawing. He's got like sculpture, <laughs> like mixed media. He's mm-hmm. got like, they have a super creepy eyes, like giant face on the wall mm-hmm. in the room. Yeah. No wonder she left. A man of many mediums. Yeah. So yeah, so he's just like, oh, she takes off all the time. Like she'll be back, mm-hmm. whatever. And also stay out of my business. Yes, he says stay out of my business. The second mm-hmm. confrontation is when she breaks into the, the apartment uh-huh. And through a window that's unlocked and then mm-hmm. is not sneaky at all, just gets totally busted. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if she found anything interesting. She did find something interesting. She finds right? a gun. Oh, yeah. She finds a gun. Yeah. And picks it up with a pen. Which is very smart. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> so you don't leave I mean, you don't want to drop it, though, right? Well, she probably shouldn't have picked it up at all because there's really no reason. Right. <laughs> but you don't want to leave fingerprints. So if oh, you're well, going yeah, to. Of course. But, yeah, no reason to uh, to pick up that gun. Right. 
so then she's just like, oh, sorry, like, Killer was barking here and the door was open, so I just came in, and then he's pissed. Yeah. Andre's not happy. He's like, my door was not open. Yeah. So. She's like, yes, it was. Yeah. Or, well, she says, oh, so then Sarah must have come in. That's possible, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, if he, if he knew that that was not possible, it would be like he killed her or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, what did I just tell you about <laughs> staying out of my business? <laughs> yeah. What did I just say? Seriously. So okay. then her parents... Sorry, go ahead. Well, I have a question for you oh. about something that she says at this point. Okay. So then we see her deep in thought, and she says that dogs are nature's psychic detectives. Mm. Do you agree? Mm. Do they know it in their bones when something is wrong? I kind of do. Mm-hmm. I do agree with this to a degree but i don't know how useful they are (laughs) um so dogs def i definitely believe that they pick up on when people are like angry or there's tension or you know they it can make them anxious like i think they know when Mm -hmm. their humans are unhappy or afraid or when a bad guy's come in and is nefarious there's def there's like tons of stories about dogs who are normally chill and like attacking a bad dude and whatever um Mm -hmm. but then there's also like my dog who barks at everybody who comes to the door Uh and then rolls over for a belly rub when she gets to them (laughs) no matter who's at the door so i mean i'd like to think that if it was an actual evil person that she would not do that but i can't promise at all do you think she would know if there's been a murder like would we know would she tell us um See, that's the thing. I don't think she would... I don't think there's any behavior that she would necessarily communicate. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I will okay. say that in crime, whenever there's mm-hmm. sniffer dogs who have alerted to something, whether it's a cadaver dog or, like, dogs following somebody's scent, I definitely tend mm-hmm. to side with the dogs and think that mm, yeah. and think that they're probably right. So, yeah. Um, our dogs, okay. nature's psychic detect- detectives, to a degree, but... Okay. Killer, killer's a chihuahua, right? They like to bark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We mostly see him bark. Yeah. So I don't know what signs he's yeah. really giving us that are mm-hmm. uh, that are noticeable. Do you think that Killer and Backup are friends? No, I don't. Because we never see them together? They're very different sizes. We haven't That's seen true. them together. Killer's probably not going to like the same dog park as Backup is. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I mean, you never know. I didn't expect you to have such an elaborate uh, answer to that. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe you've thought about it. So then her parents end up coming to town, and they hire Keith Mm -hmm. to investigate, Mm -hmm. which mainly Veronica does, I think. Yeah, seems like it. Keith does it. I don't remember. Although Keith does follow the boyfriend Mm. while he's taking someone to the train station he accuses him of skipping mm. town but it does appear that he was just taking a friend who is, happens to be a woman to the train station mm-hmm. i'm almost positive that was the woman who was his model also oh right that makes sense yeah and it did seem and he was like uh i'm just dropping her off i'm not getting on the train right. with her so it mm-hmm. seemed like legit i mean who knows yeah yeah um he wasn't rattled by it no particularly and then Veronica goes to her workplace, which is a retail store where she works, and mm-hmm. 
the coworker, she, you know, somehow the coworker says like, oh yeah, they used to fight all the time. They're unhappy. Reveals that, that she was raped previously. Mm-hmm. And then did, did you catch, how did Veronica figure out that he had her diary? I don't know. I missed that. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't catch it. All right. Who cares? Let's just move. Let's just leave that one. Yeah. I assume it was something he said that made her realize he wouldn't have known that if he didn't have her diary Mm -hmm. or something. But whatever. She figures out that he has her journal. Yeah. So, um, but he denies it. And then she gets Weevil and Co. to just like roll up on the store and Mm -hmm. terrorize and, well, I mean, terrorize. Like, basically, they just intimidate the employee by being a biker gang inside his store. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of annoying. They're like picking up clothes and throwing them around. Mm hmm. They don't actually like do anything aggressive. Or right. Fighting. One of them picks up a stack of sweaters and throws it in the air. So he is sufficiently intimidated to yeah. give up the diary. Mm-hmm. And then she finds a drawing that she's drawn of paradise. Uh huh. And finds that beach and she's there. Did you recognize that beach? I meant to look it up and I didn't. I know that beach. <laughs> oh. It's a it's in La Jolla. I'm pretty oh. sure. I think Ooh. it's near where all the seal sea lions are. They seals or sea lions? They're seals, aren't they? Um, I don't know for sure. Yeah, I think they are seals because I think they're like grayish. They're not like the big brown ones we have up here. Okay, anyway, so they're probably seals. I think it's yeah, uh, they're like harbor seals or something. I think it's near where they all come to sun on the beach. Awesome! I'm very glad you recognize that then. So she's been living in her car, just chilling. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Veronica also calls the doctor's office and pretends to be her. Yeah. All, and they give her her test results with, like, no verifying information. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Yeah, and the test result, it's a DNA test that reveals that Andre's not the father mm-hmm. of her baby. Mm-hmm. So that leads to speculation that maybe that's what they were fighting about. Right. Although there's also the um, speculation that uh, her rapist was the father of the baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which seems to be probably true. The reveal was that her stepfather oh, that's, is the one who raped her. That's r- okay. Yes. I forgot. That was the reveal. Yep. So there's a showdown where she basically reveals that the stepfather raped her. I think he grabs the gun to shoot her. Mm-hmm. And then Keith is uh, standing outside and shoots him in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Which was a pretty good shot. It was, yeah. So the stepfather is the one being carried away to the hospital. Right. Not dead, presumably. Mm-hmm. Although a shoulder wound is uh, seems pretty serious. Yeah. And uh, we learned Keith is packing. I thought we had assumed that. I guess I just didn't think about it. Well, I guess I had assumed that. But anyway, now we know for sure. I mean, maybe he went up there with a gun when he heard shouting or something. I don't know if he's always, always right. on his person. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, so it was the stepfather. And so, yeah, I think the stepfather is the father of the baby. Okay, right. So, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. And this also explains why her relationship with her mother is strained. Mm, That's right. That did come up. Yeah. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, and didn't they say that her mom didn't know she was pregnant? Yes. Yes. Uh So that makes sense why she wouldn't have told her mom she was pregnant because she didn't want to, like, come out with this whole thing or who knows, whatever. Right. So that's that's the storyline. Yeah, that's a bummer. It's a real bummer. Yeah, yeah, but you know it wasn't Andre, so he's fine. Yeah, he's a good boyfriend, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, we we have no data for him being a bad boyfriend, and uh, we'll never see them again. So, yep, there you go. 
so then the there's a couple other storylines in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one being Logan and Weevil getting detention together. Mm-hmm. What did they do? Do you want to do you want to yeah. jump into this one and give us the rundown of the main plot points? So they're talking during a test. I think Logan accuses Weevil of trying to cheat off of him, and Weevil says, "Oh, if I was trying to cheat off someone, I'd pick someone smart." Mm-hmm. And then the teacher intervenes. And then the teacher says something. Uh, they have some exchange where Logan insults the teacher or something. And, and the teacher says, like, oh, Logan, you know, you're, like, your dad's fame is going to help you here. But, you know, what are you going to do in the real world? But then Weevil mm. says something. And then he says, like, oh, Weevil, what are you going to think in the future when you're pumping Logan's gas? Which, <sighs> like, A, is, is pretty racist in this context. And also, like, doesn't that completely undermine the point that he was just trying to make? about Logan not being able to get anywhere after high school. Oh my gosh. So they make this teacher mad and then they get detention together. And then while in detention, they decide to get revenge on the teacher. Yeah. Wait, but first they gamble. So what? Okay. So I missed the gambling part because they referred to it later, but what happened? Yeah. So first I think they have detention over multiple sessions. Okay. The first session they're playing cards with a giant stack of money on the desk. Okay. And then the teacher comes in and says, is this Reno? <laughs> and then the second time they have to alphabetize books. It's unclear if this is all the same day, actually, now that I think about it. Then they're painting over some graffiti. And Logan notices that Weevil has a heart uh, tattoo that says Lily on it. Right. Which, by the way, we also found out in this episode that Weevil and Lily had a thing because I think it's Felix who was commenting on that to Weevil. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that guy's Felix. And then Weevil says that's his little sister's name. So it's honestly unclear to me whether that tattoo is for Lily Kane or he did uh, have some kind of relationship with Lily, but that t- tattoo is for his little sister who's named Lily. I'm not sure. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, and then, so while they're painting over the graffiti, they plot their revenge on, what is the teacher's name? I think it's Mr. Daniels. Daniels. Okay. Uh, So they plot their revenge on Mr. Daniels by putting his car on the flagpole, next to the flagpole. Basically, he has this little little two-door car that they're able to, probably with, you know, help of other people, basically move from his parking spot over to the flagpole. This is basically, like, not possible. Or at least it doesn't show us how you could possibly do that. It would be extremely difficult to pull off without anyone noticing, that's for sure. Uh, I think it could be theoretically possible, because I have heard stories of things like this happening. Um, But it has to be a very small car, which his is. It's a Geo Metro. I think. I actually don't know if you'd be able to like lift it off the ground the way they did without a forklift or something. Well, it seems like it would have to lift it up higher than the flagpole in order to like place it on the flagpole. Oh, so I didn't catch whether it was actually on the flagpole. Yeah, I don't think that's possible. The show makes it look like the flagpole is going through the car. Okay. Yeah. The other possibility, I guess, is you could chop the car like in half and then place it side by side on the flagpole but that doesn't look that's definitely not shown right that would also be i mean you'd have to cut the car in half 
without anyone noticing somehow. Given that it's it, that the flagpole is through it, I will revise my answer to be not possible. Yeah. It's just, yeah. 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 Well, anyway, we'll take a leap of faith. Suspension of reality. Yeah. So Weevil gets expelled and then Logan decides to stand up for him basically and uses the fact that they wanted his his dad's boots for this uh, auction or something. Mm hmm. Uh, and he uses that as leverage to get them to unsuspend Weevil and punish both of them. Unexpel Weevil. Uh, sorry, unexpel Weevil. I think that actually goes into the scene where they're doing the graffiti. I think that... Oh. Yeah, I think when they were doing the books was when they were plotting the car thing. Okay, so so that ends up being their community service that they have to do. Right. Yeah. So Weevil's back in school, and now perhaps they're chummier than they were before yeah i mean it's good that logan got weevil unexpelled it's yeah. bad that the classism and racism of mm-hmm. the school are such that weevil would get expelled but there's no way that logan is going to get expelled for doing the exact same thing it does yeah oh and at one point logan maybe when they're talking back and forth in class he's like why do you even come here or maybe mm-hmm. it was in detention, and Weevil says, I promised my grandmother. So basically, he promises grandmother that he'd graduate from high school. Right. Even though he, for whatever reason, seems to, like he doesn't need it or something like that. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Isn't into it. Yeah. So that's the second storyline. Um, the actor who played the teacher is also a fairly well-known guy. Oh, who is he? His name is Stephen Williams. Uh, Mike pointed out that he is is a well-known actor. I didn't recognize him, but um, it looks like he was in It, the, the one that came out a few years ago. Oh, and um, no. um, he was in True Detective. Hmm. And he's been on The X-Files. I don't know. He's been, he has a ton Which of- stuff uh, I haven't seen? Wow, actually he has a ton of credits. If you look on hmm. IMDb, going back to 1975. So um, then the third storyline- Mm-hmm. is setting the stage for some possible I don't know how to put it. I was going to say incest, but then I'm like <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, that it's not quite. That, we're not quite yeah. Um basically some surprising Veronica, family ties. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, surprising family ties. Veronica discovers that her mother and Jake Kane were high school sweethearts mm-hmm. and were prom king and queen mm-hmm. and were or what did it show that they were prom king and queen or they were just lovebirds in the they were both yearbook hard to say i i think she read so this woman from class of 70 something rolls in 79 yes okay 79 rolls in and has a yearbook and then i think in the yearbook there's a picture of jake and leanne as prom king and queen Mm-hmm. And then later she mm-hmm. finds, or maybe that is the picture. And then later she's talking to that woman and she says mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, they were the couple. They were attached at the mouth. Mm-hmm. And she said. <laughs> In the hallways. <laughs> oh my God, gross. And she said, everybody thought they'd yeah. get married. And then there's flashbacks to Veronica remembering conversations she had with Lily. So when Duncan first broke up with her. She was like, Lily, Mm -hmm. help me out. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you guys are meant for each other. Um, Like, I'll talk to him. This is ridiculous. You guys will be back together. You guys Mm -hmm. have to be together. And then 
the next day or the next flashback, Lily's like, you know what, Veronica, you're too good for him. And like, just move on. Just Uh forget about it. And it's like, uh, okay, what? So then we see Veronica, she's in the kitchen getting something out of the fridge. And then they're talking about Sarah and Andre and Andre not being Mm -hmm. the father of the baby. And Keith says something like, it takes a a strong man to raise another man's baby. And Veronica has kind of like a moment of like, oh, shit. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. So zone out for a minute. I love a, um, you know, questionable paternity mm-hmm. plot mm-hmm. line. I mean, we can't really speculate here about like, what's the outcome of this? Because we have already seen it. Yeah. So we can't be all like, ooh, what's going ooh. on here? I mean, we can, and we yeah. are. Yeah. But it's happening. we also know. We already know the answer. Right. We do know. So, um, but yeah, it's definitely taken an interesting turn. Yeah. I, I kind of was surprised that, I, I guess, because, so Veronica already knows that Leanne was hooking up with Jake Kane at the Camelot Motel in episode one. Right. So she can't be, like, that surprised. But then I guess, you know, maybe she didn't know that they were high school sweethearts. Right. She didn't know that this goes way back. And then there's all these questions, like, does Keith know? Right. Is Keith not her father? Is Mm -hmm. Jake Kane her father? Is she Duncan's sister? Mm Mm-hmm. But then that would make her Lily's sister, too. You'd think Lily would be, like, all stoked on that if she had found that out. That's true. But then she can't tell Veronica? Why wouldn't she have told Veronica? Yeah, it does seem like, like, why would she keep this secret since she hasn't seen, I mean, she's not been one to, like, yield to authority figures exactly. I think two possibilities. One is that Duncan might have just, like, sworn her to secrecy. Right. Um, And she might be honoring that, too. Right. She might not want Veronica to find out because then Veronica might be upset that she dated her brother. Right. And it might just be easier for both families to not acknowledge this and not be like having a whole, oh my gosh, now she's part of the family. Now like our families are connected and like acknowledging this. Right. She also might just feel like it's not the right way for her to find out or, Mm -hmm. you know, or if they're not sure, but think it's a possibility, then maybe it's not right to, to throw it out there if she doesn't know yet or if she's still figuring it out. Um, so there, there could have been good reasons to not say anything. But you know what? If my hypothetical brother, who does not exist, came to me and was like, Karen, uh, I broke up with uh, Veronica because maybe she's our sister. Uh-huh. I'd be like, we'll find out. Yeah. And then, <laughs> like... <laughs> but, like, uh, I mean... Because then if, it's, if she's not, then you guys can be together. And if she is, then that's yeah. something we should know. But it could have, I mean, it could take, basically, she could have then seen Veronica, like, the next day. Because you're seeing each other every day at school. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to take some time for you to figure out. Yeah. Especially when you're in high school. Like, what are you going to do? Uh, okay, true. So maybe he's working on it. Yeah. So it could be that you know this is a possibility and you're, you know, as a dumb teenager, trying to figure out how you're going to figure this out and mm-hmm. just trying to lay low in the meantime. It might just, people might feel like it's just better that we don't acknowledge this. It's just better that we, like, move on. Right, and probably tussling with whether or not you actually want to find out. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, whether you want to find that out on someone else's behalf, too. Yeah. Since it's 
maybe not necessarily Lily's information to know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I'm saying it could take a minute to sort all that out. And Mm -hmm. so you'd probably just dodge it for at least a few days. Mm hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's definitely an interesting plot point. Yeah. Um, We will have to stay tuned to see how things go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in this episode, we, we really didn't get any, uh, any info on the murder, on Lily's murder. That didn't really move forward. Just the possibility of Veronica being her father being Jake Kane, potentially. Um, and Weevil having a thing with Lily. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so yeah, we got a little info, but that's about it. Some Lily Um, deeds. Yeah. Um, Wallace wasn't in this episode at all, was he? Oh, no. Huh. Yeah. He got the week off. Nor backup again. No, no backup. Yeah. Backup, you know, I think we're going to be disappointed if we're waiting for backup. I think he's, uh, I think he shows up just like a couple times. I don't know. Hmm. Who knows? He'll be back eventually. I have faith. But, you know, she could have, she could have used backup breaking into somebody else's apartment to defend her. Yeah. Although killer was there. And if they're not friends. Killer's not that could have gone badly. Killer's not going to defend. But you're correct that the dogs would just be, like, annoying. Right. Yeah. Like, if she brings backup in to yeah. Killer's space, then they might have some problems. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Because we know they're not friends. Right. Exactly. We know they're We would have seen enemies. them together if they were friends. <laughs> yeah. That's the real question. What's the relationship between Killer and backup? <laughs> These are the real, the real things we need to know. Yeah. Um, well i think that's that's our episode that's it yeah that's it um now because we've got this uh uh list of rankings um Mm -hmm. i do want to say that the number one episode on this list of rankings is Mm -hmm. episode 10 of this season so we're not too far away from that two okay yeah was this seven so this is seven. Yes, yes seven. we're discussing seven okay. right now. So we've got so only two more, two more, and then we get to number one. Nice. But let's see what season one, episode eight is. Although it'll be really disappointing if it's like uh, bad. <laughs> uh, oh, it's um. Oh, I think I know this. Uh, anyway, whatever. Okay, let's mm. not spoilers. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> let this one. This is gonna be good. This is. This All is right. going to be a good episode. It's number twenty-four, in case okay. you were wondering, which is um, right. which is pretty good. It's not like way at the top, but uh, yeah. I think next week we're going to yeah. This is going to be a good one. Um, I shouldn't say anymore. We'll save it, it for next week because yeah. we'll have a lot to talk about. Yep. Um, yep. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening to episode seven of the Neptune Files, and we will see you in episode eight. See you next week. Bye. Bye.